he had to condense it so it would fit on that CD. So it took him a lot of work, but this now he just, he sets it up and just um, let, let it roll, you know? And we have, it'll be identified by this, as you can see at our sign-in list is uh, a lighthouse and it says on there, I am your lighthouse. Now when Myla Star Moon came to minister here, she said the Lord told her to give us this, to paint this for us and to give us this. And uh, she did not even know we were called the lighthouse. Uh, and, you know, that is just the Lord. What a gift. What a gift. And he tells us, I am your lighthouse. Amen. And she gave us all these cards, some of that were here. But that, and then she says, well, and she presented us that picture, but it wasn't framed. And so I received it after Christmas. And so that's why now we're going to display that. But we have some uh, instructions if you do not know uh, about our podcast. Now you'll be able to listen to it and study and meditate and pick up your, the words that the Lord spoke to you. You know, we won't have about running up here and hoping our phones up up there. Oh, I can I remember what he just said? I want I need to remember. It'll be recorded. It's, thank you, Bill. Thank you, Miss Sleeper back there. Hallelujah. You know, we give him praise. So here are the instructions that he has given us, you know, for all of us that I included, they're not technically <laughs> inclined. And so it is two pages, but I wanted to highlight the different uh, points that he's pointing out here. Now, we have several in the back if you want to pick it up or get back into your emails and look for those that get emails, especially those that get texts won't be having this. So that, that's the purpose of really printing this out. And then there's a second page. So there's several options. And, uh, our uh, SS, or there's the Amazon Music. If you have that app, you'll just you'll just Google NASA Aglow Podcast, right? Or you can go on Spotify. Now that is where I, I'm in Spotify. He helped me get into this thing. So these are the instructions. I do not even dare try to tell you how to do it. Okay? So <laughs> there they are for you. <laughs> just pick it up. And if there's not enough and you need to get it, just let me know and I'll get it to you. Okay? So I'm trying to get quickly through our announcements here. Um, anyway, now we also have, I want to, you know, we need to be involved and busy about the kingdom of God. Is that correct? Amen. Amen. Okay, so there's some, several opportunities that are coming up here in this call community. Uh, Sunnyside Community Unity Prayer Walk. Now it's in Houston on the 25th, but if you would like to join a prayer walk, that's available to you just to make yourself present and stand for the Lord. And then we have, this is from the Gideon's Army. Who knows about Gideon's Army? You know, it's all those little Bibles that are in the hospital. Well, they might be in the hospital, so pray, but hotels and such like that. This is Gideon's Army. And what we had is like a prayer uh, uh, gathering last week. And all these people came. And we all prayed for men. And I'll get about that in a minute. But anyway, this is Save a Day. It says, I pray on campus. This is school campuses, college campuses, wherever your children, your grandchildren, you know, even if you don't live in that city, I mean, you have authority in that city, but if your grandchildren are in another city, you have authority there. They're yours, right? Okay, so they're asking, this is Joshua 1.3, every place that you, the soles of your feet will tread upon, I have given you. We got to take those schools back. Take back all that agenda they're trying to teach our children and say no to it. Take authority over it. Bind it cast it down and speak truth and life in there, right? All right, so you can sign up. Uh, they say you can go onto the campus that you are praying for or you can do a Zoom 
and it has all that information on these cards that I've tried to distribute as many as I had. Or you could call and text them and they'll help you set that up. But we need to pray for our kids. We gotta keep our grandkids in the future. So that's Gideon's Army, you know? So you know that's a well-established ministry as well. Also, there is a Stand for Courageous Men's Conference on June the 3rd, and it's at uh, uh, Houston uh, First Baptist Church. And uh, the keynote speaker is gonna be Lieutenant General Retired Jerry, uh, Jerry Boykin, 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 there's others. And they're, what they're praying for is the men to stand up, yeah. to rise up. Amen. This is the conference to teach them, not them for us women, but bring your men, encourage them to go to this. Information on the uh, website, and it would be, let's see, what's their website? Standcourageous.com, or you can get uh, flyers up there, or contact me, and I'll get that. It's in the newsletter as well. Uh, I want to say I am so grateful to KHCB. Yeah. They sponsor us all yeah. the time. Yeah. They are so gracious. We ask you to bless them, listen to Amen. them, support them as you can, because they're always willing and ready to announce all of our meetings, our prayer meetings. And I mean, I could just be, I could even be late and they'll, okay, we'll get it on, Lori. Yeah. We're going to get that thing done. And so I know many of you heard that on that station. Beautiful music, Christian uplifting as well. And there's also another conference, right? And I just saw a quick email. Aren't we going to have a CETA oh. conference? You want to say something about that? Oh, let me get over here. Excuse me. This is Margie Smith. She's the vice. Uh, she's the president of our CETA team. Hi. Good morning. There will be a national conference, a Glow International, that will be held in Jacksonville, Florida, in September. The date is somewhere around the 23rd, but if you go to a glow.org, you can see the information. They're gonna open up registration April 1st, so it's still still coming. And there's one also that uh, Carol is doing. What's that conference? There's one that's gonna be held outside of Kerrville at a ranch in, in, in the March, the end of March. So there are several global conferences that are coming, even with Keith Miller coming up in Dallas. So there's opportunities that everybody would like to go to. We can get that information to you uh, as well. So praise the Lord. Okay, and Esther. You know, Esther was a Jewish little girl that was poor, and she was adopted, and she was raised by her uncle uh, Mordecai. And um, at that time, the king had his queen killed because she was disobedient to him. You're not supposed to come into the king's chambers unless you were called. And she went in there arrogantly, like, I'm not going to be stopped to do that, right? Well, he took care of that. He had her removed. And so he decided, you know what, I still want a queen. So he said, okay, gather all the beautiful young girls of the area and I'm bringing them unto me. And they had to go for a year to beautify themselves. And I just like to do that, just go soak in the oil and all that stuff. I didn't care if he ever chose me, you know, forget that. You know, dress me in fine array, fix me up. Okay, now, <laughs> let me go. But anyway, as they pray through, then he chooses who he wants. And so when he chooses his queen, he goes and he puts his crown on her. So then she became royalty. But her identity has been hidden. I meant to bring a mask up here. Because her identity for such a time as this was hidden, being a Jew. I'm sure he would not maybe have chosen a Jew at that time. Because we had a, a guy that we probably don't like. His name was... Um, Hey, man. Okay, hey, man. Oh, okay. 
you know, and he had a plot that he was going to destroy the, the, all the Jewish people, and so he had the ear of the king to do that. He had all these uh, hang loose put up, right, ready to do this. To let, oh, there you go. This is the identity that is hidden. But anyway, <laughs> praise God. And they're celebrating in Jerusalem this time about all this because it, Queen Esther, as she became into authority, Mordecai came to her and said, now look, you need to go over there and talk to the king and tell him about what uh, Haman is about. Oh, Haman is about to do, right? And so she was afraid because, you know, she would have been killed as well. And he said, well, let me tell you something. If you don't, you will be anyway, you know? So she, the Lord, of course, by his grace, gave her the boldness to go before the king. And so she got dressed up in all of her array as a queen. And, uh, you know, and she called a fast for three days, three days for all the nation, because she was going to go speak to the king for the nation. So here she goes, and she, can't you just see it? She puts those doors open, and she's just walking in with all her glory. And all the men there in his chambers like, oh, my gosh, what is she doing, you know, and all this. And, of course, he loved her. Isn't that Thank God for those husbands that love you. Thank God. But we have, we're the brides. We're the brides, and we have someone that loves us, right? Okay, so here she goes. She goes up, and so what does he do? If he puts his scepter... If he puts his scepter out toward anybody, is to grant you privilege, grant you your, your, your what request, right? So, and I'm going to keep this a minute. Anyway, <laughs> so as she walks in, he sees her, and knowing that the only way he can save her, because he loved her, is to do that. And of course, of his love, he does. He puts that scepter out, and he grants her. Give, I'll take Tell me what you want up to the half of my kingdom. You have it. And so she said, oh, just come to a banquet with me. I want to feed you, but not only you, but Haman to come in to the banquet as well, right? So they, oh, you know, oh, you know him. Mr. Haman was all excited because he thought he was going to get a promotion. Oh, yeah, you are. Anyway. <laughs> And so the king says, okay, we'll come. And, we'll, and so they have their banquet. And, and then she invites him again to come again. Not only the king, but Haman. And they both came again. And that is when she said to the king what Haman's plan was going to be. He was going to be. And so what he had then turned around. And at that time, her identity became known. Became known by the king. And so he had all his army and, and uh, Haman hung on their own looses. Now we celebrate this because we have a king that puts out his scepter toward all of you. And he says, I grant you privilege. I grant you authority in the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. And not only did I save the Jewish nation, but I saved you. I have called you by name. I know you. And, and you are mine. And I love you. You are my bride. And I am your husband. And I take care of you. And I have saved your nation. America shall be saved. It will be a light to the nation. Hallelujah. Okay, so that's the story. And that's why we are celebrating. And I want to say real, real quick about the Haman hat cookies. That's something that you celebrate with as well as all the little party and things that we have. But some of the reasons about the Haman hat, I was reading and it says it's shaped in an ear. One of the, one of the translations, he had the ear of the king. 
but then the queen had the ear of the king. So, but those are the, uh, what you call Haman hats, right? Okay, and so also it represented, Lord Holy Spirit, help me remember. <laughs> His hat, the hat, it also helped the hat. So I'm not, gonna, I'm not remembering the third one, so forgive me, but we're not gonna hide our identity anymore. Yeah. You do not have a hidden identity right. anymore. Praise yeah. God, God is good. Lord is good, hallelujah. So I want to tell you about uh, how we are so much excited to have you, Pastor Del Anita Dillon, here today, and also Apostle Dillon, her husband, that they have been married for 38 years. Now, now 40. When's your anniversary? June 26. June 26. Oh, I have a daughter who was born in June. That's a good month. Okay. She's a lead pastor along with her husband here, and it's called Promised Land Ministry International, right? And she, she's a powerful and anointed teacher. We're excited to know that she's been in women's conferences, women's retreats, church meetings, and now a glow, you know? <laughs> Hallelujah. And she holds from uh, Clarity International Christian University a Bachelor's of Arts in Christian Ministry and a, bachelor's, a Master's of Arts in Christian Education and an Honorary Doctorate in Christian Education. And she says her greatest accomplishments are her two children, Nathaniel and Abigail. Yeah. Praise God. So as we come, she'll come to minister a little bit later, we're going to get started. Um, let's see, then, uh, my, my staff is always telling me, or my team is saying, okay, Lauren, you forgot something. Let me check here. Okay, we're on track. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay, we're going to blow the shofar and welcome the King of Kings, the Lord. We're going into worship, and then we're going to have communion preparing ourselves. So y'all want to stand up and welcome the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah.
Thank you that our ears are open to hear your voice this morning, Lord God. We want to know you. We want to know you, Lord. Father, we thank you that the word of God tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. We receive right now, Lord, your joy. Pour it out on us, Lord God, that we might enter into your presence with thanksgiving, Lord, and come into your courts with praise to acknowledge who you are, Lord, and to bless your name, to go into the holy place, Lord, to worship you and you alone. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you for the joy, Lord. Redeemed by His grace, 
Let the house of the Lord sing praise. Praise you, Lord.
from the rooftops. I am yours, Lord, and you are mine. You are good, Lord. You are good, Lord. been faith. 
Our part to co-labor with him is to say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Amen. Okay, let's everybody say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. We want to hear everything that the Holy Spirit has to say to us this morning. And the Lord says, you surrender, but you pick it up before you walk out the door. Don't pick it up. Listen. Listen and obey what I have for you to do. For I need my body in this time to walk in what I have for you to do. Even if you think it's strange, even if you think, oh, not me, Lord, walk in what I have for you to do. For they are waiting for you. They are waiting for my church. They don't go into the church house. They go into the highways and the byways, and they are waiting for you. Walk in the obedience, and the blessings come, says the Lord. Okay, so when the Lord gives us instruction, we are to do what he says if we want to be obedient. So let's take the burden off of our shoulders and lay it at the foot of the cross and leave it there. Turn and go and let him be the burden bearer. Hallelujah. 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 Praise be your holy name. We thank you, Lord, for speaking to us today. We thank you, Lord, for leading and guiding us always. We thank you, Lord, for your presence, your sweet, sweet presence. Oh, we just love you, Lord. We want more and more and more and more and more of you. Nothing but you, Lord God. And that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to celebrate the Lord's Supper. But before we do that, we're going to examine ourselves. You know, because he tells us to not take this unworthily, we're to honor what, uh, what he has done. But before we do that, we have to not only uh, come to him, surrender. He says, surrender to me. Those that have uh, come to me. Those that have never asked the Lord into their lives, this is how you surrender to him. You say, Lord, I can't do this anymore in my life. I don't want to do it anymore. I need you. I need more and more of you. And so he gives us a way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And he says, come to me. Ask me into your life. Ask me to forgive you, and I will, because you know what? It's finished. I've already done it. It's already done. But I want you to come to me. Because I want you to know it is I that will deliver you. That I bring you to the Father. You know, and I wash you in my blood. And you're new. You are now in a royal family. The family in the DNA of Jesus Christ. Holy, holy is his name. So we want to surrender ourselves. Is there anybody here? And you can raise your hand to the Lord because that's who you're raising. Here I am, Lord. Take me. Here I am. I surrender. And if you don't, just in your heart, cry out to him because it is safe. He says that you will not perish, that he'll give you everlasting life. And that's what you want. And he'll help you through this time. He'll give you the Holy Spirit. And there's different levels, more and more and more of Jesus and Holy Spirit. Then there's the water baptism. Never been baptized? We can, get, we can make arrangements for you to be water baptized. If you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, we can you come today. Today's the day of salvation. Today is the day he wants to fill you and empower you and, and send you forth in his grace and power and love. 
Because that's what we are. We are a light in this world. And we're to go out and show that light and be Jesus wherever we are. Wherever you step, you know, such a time as this, you claim for the kingdom of God. But you have to be a son and daughter of the Most High King. And it starts with accepting him and asking him to your life. He says, if you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, then you shall be saved. So not only us, those are the first time, first time, because, you know, you... You may have served and loved the Lord all your life, but you've never asked him into your life. There's a difference. There's a difference around you step right into greater and greater glory. And then not only that, those that need to rededicate their lives. Lord, I need more and more and more of you. I know you. I've accepted you, but I need to rededicate my life. I need to surrender more to you. Show me how to surrender. Help me by your grace to surrender more. And then we will be worthy to celebrate what Jesus did. Because he says if we don't, then we will, not only will we perish if we don't ask Jesus. There's no, no one needs to go to hell. Because let's preach hell. Hell is not a place anybody wants to go to. You don't even want your enemy to go there. The one you feel like you think you don't like as much, you know. Because it's horrible. You even want to be there to pull them out of the pit of hell. And that's what Jesus has done for us. He's pulled us out. But we have to accept it. We have to accept what Father did, that he sent his only begotten son, whosoever loved and will serve him and believe in him shall be saved. And believe that the Lord raised him from the dead and that he ascended into heaven. He's at the right hand of God. And you, as sons and daughters, are with him in heavenly places. Praise God. I know that's a concept we're still growing in, you know, but he said it, so it's true. Okay? He said it, so it's true. So praise the Lord for that. We have to, like uh, uh, Esther Come into our identity. Let's not hide that identity. Let's grow in it, right? Praise God. So uh, we're just going to humble ourselves by saying, and I invite everyone to just humble yourself before the Lord. Surrender everything to the Lord. And even if you've said it before, you just say, Father, I thank you for what you did through Jesus. I am so grateful that I can come before you and ask you to forgive me. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Wash me in your blood and make me pure. Create within me a clean heart. Lord God, that I will serve you. Fill me with your spirit because I need you. I want more and more and more of you. Help me, Lord, because I know that I, I have nothing of myself but my heart to give. a minute we'll get hooked up no weapon formed against us no shall way. prosper in jesus name in jesus name in jesus name glory glory hallelujah hallelujah there we go praise the lord so um now that we have asked the lord jesus into our life come lord jesus into our life recreate within me a clean heart wash me in your blood forgive me of all of my sins i release every bitterness and resentment against anybody and all the anxiety I release them I release them because you release me and I give you all the praise and the glory and thank you for it and I father I just ask you to fill them with your spirit and the fire of your Holy Spirit as well stir them up Lord I pray in Jesus name and now I have Miss uh, Kaiser is going to come up and lead us in taking the elements thank you Lord Jesus how you prepare us so we can celebrate our victory in Jesus hallelujah I want y'all to know I came prepared.
<laughs> but mostly I want to say, looking out at my sisters and some brothers, I thank God that we're going to spend eternity together. Amen. And it has a lot to do with this. Yes. The death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And when I wanted to be here so bad last month, I was in the hospital. The mic's not working. Oh, it did? Okay, just a minute. Let me That's okay. We can't hear you. Hello, Jesus, Jesus. Thank God I should have been a, a cheerleader for you. <laughs> Last month I wanted to be here so bad because I had this down inside of me, this message about communion that God just keeps talking to me about. How it is a cup of love. And that last night before he went to the cross, he was with his beloved. And he was telling them about this new covenant that he was fixing to pay for for them. And here lately I've been spending some great time in the hospital but with him. Thank you, Lord. And I want to tell you, this is healing right here in this little right. cut. Yes, it is. I have pushed the devil back for three years, Thank you, Lord. taking this cut. Amen. But more Amen. than that, it is also your engagement ring. Amen. He said to take it until he comes and gets us. But what he wants you to do is spend time With him taking this communion. See him as that night with his disciples. We are his disciples. And he said, my body, take your bread. My body is broken for you. Don't ever let the devil lie to you. We've overcome death. Hell in the grave, just like he did. We're going to partake of his body. And I'm going to tell you, I've learned what a good friend the Holy Spirit can be. Sometimes I have sisters that are a little too hard on me, and other sisters are a little too gentle. But he comes perfectly, knows exactly what I need. And we need his body. We need his strength. But this will bring you joy. Because of the fact you know how much he loves you. Any moment he could have called on angels. But he loved us way too much. And what he's asking his body to be Esther's. And Deborah's. And Mary's. To rise up. Take his body and his blood. And be all, because he says he sees his daughters kicking at the stall to get out. They're ready to run the race he's put inside of them. But he said, hold on just a little bit longer. And he's going to release us. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we take of your body. And we become one with you. We are your bride. And Father God, we will not forget who we are in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And now we take the cup. The bread was for our healing. But Jesus, you see healing and salvation the same. Your power is greater than any darkness. I love it when Jesus said, 
our Father is greater than all. We would take of your blood to wash away our sins and make us whole again. Spend some time with Jesus every day or whenever, just like we did, worshiping with music. We have it at home. We can take communion at home. And I want to promise you, by what God has already told me, when you do it, you're going to hear more of his voice. Father, we thank you for the blood. And it is a great honor to be here with y'all, to take this meal together. It is exactly like the night Jesus was going to the cross the next day. Hallelujah. We're going to leave here different because he's already promised me that. Yeah. I pushed through that hospital. Amen. I pushed through all that together. Hallelujah. And he's going to take this word. Thank you, Lord. So just thank the Lord for what he's done. Right. And look and see what the Lord has done. Now, our Vice President of Financial Development, as we continue our worship, is going to come. This is Agnes Schultz. Amen. You know, an offering is worship. It's, it's everything. So many times we let money get a hold of us. No, let's get a hold of the money. Let's not get a hold of us. And I can give you scripture and scripture and scripture that you all know, Malachi 3.10, Luke 6.38. But I want to give you a testimony, a couple of experiences real quick. One that happened last weekend. I had a friend that called me and said, she's a minister in Dallas, and she said, I really need some finances, and the Lord said, call you. And I said, all right. So I prayed about it and said, God, what do you want me to do? Because in my natural mind, I'd say, oh, I'll get $10, 15 just, you know, a little bit to get by. And the Lord put an amount on my heart, and I did it. I gave her what he said. Well, when I did that, I just said, Lord, you know, I'm going to be obedient and do what you tell me to do. Well, in three days, I got back four offerings from her for my ministry. And when I started adding up, it was more than a hundredfold what I had given her. So it was like, God is blessing us in our obedience, in what he tells us to do. And I'm going to tell you another quick little story before we take the offering and I pray over it. Years ago, probably 15, 16 years ago, I was at an Aglow conference, and some of you will remember this. There was a team there from Somalia, a dance team that had come. And we're worshiping and we're watching these people praise the Lord with everything they have. Well, during that performance or their worship, the Lord told me to get up and go put some money on the altar. Well, you know, you think, oh, I'm going to get up in the middle of everything. I don't want to get out of order. You know, you get all these thoughts in your head and I say, and I knew God was like pushing me out, out of my seat. So I jumped up and I went and put money on the altar. It broke something. And before you know it, there were people all over that auditorium putting money on that altar. Well, let me tell you the rest of the story. We found out later this company had come from Somalia. It was an international, a GLOW conference. 
They came on a one-way ticket, believing God to get them home. That offering paid for every one of them to get home, and there was like 20, 25 of them. But I had to step out and jump when God said, do it. And some of you need to know, we need to jump out when God said, do it. Do not let the, path, the opportunity pass you by. Because you could lose your blessing if you let it pass you by. This is good ground. This is a place I've been for years. When I moved to, lose from, to Houston from Arizona 20-something years ago, 30 years ago, I didn't know where to go. And God said, go to a globe because you'll find your sisters there. And that's, this is where I've been ever since. And I have my sisters, some that I've had for th over 30 years in this place. So reach out to someone. Get to know somebody. Get a prayer partner. You got them right here. Get you a good prayer partner. And stay connected with the globe. And stay connected with God through your sisters and your brothers. Father, we take our offerings. Lord, first we ask you to put on our, our heart exactly what you would have us to give. Not the amount we say, Lord, not the amount we think in our head, but Lord, put it on our heart, what you would have us to give today. We're listening, Lord. We're listening. We're listening. Now, Father, we give it to you. We say, Lord, it's yours. You do with it what you would have to do with it. It's not our business anymore. But we put it into this ministry for you to expand this ministry, to go into all the world, Lord. And we ask you to just bless it, multiply it back a hundredfold in every area. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for your word, because his when it goes forth, it accomplishes that which it is sent. And not only that, he signs miracles and wonders follow his word. He confirms his word. So receive the blessings of the Lord. You're bringing it unto him. It's his ministry, not ours, but we thank him for allowing us to be a part of it. And we give him all the praise and the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, there's a song that we hear. It's the anointing. Is that what you're playing? Yeah, anointing. The power of the Holy Ghost. Fall on me. Anointing. Fall on me. Anointing. That you bought a bunch.
God, anoint you in the mighty name of Jesus. Every word that comes out of your mouth would be straight from the throne room, I pray. Yes, Lord. And we just plead the blood of Jesus over this oh. meeting. Yes, there Lord. There would be no interruption, no interference in what you would have to do here, Father God, and prepare hearts to receive, Lord God. And I pray that as she blesses you today, Father, that you will pour into her, I pray, in the mighty name of Thank Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you. this wire's not very long. That's okay. She gave me this here. Yeah, but you also you need that one too. Hallelujah. This also is a ring. Okay. <laughs> Come on, let's put our hands together and give him a good hand clap of praise. Father, you're so worthy. If you have your Bibles today, if you would open them to um, Mark chapter 16. And I just want to say thank you to Sister Lorraine for inviting me today and um, um, for my amazing husband that's here with me. And so I appreciate him and so uh, and all of you. But most yeah. of all, I'm thankful for the presence of the Lord today. Yeah. And so we can't do anything apart from him. And so today we're just going to ask God to do what he does best, and that's be God. Just show up and be who he is. Okay. <laughs> I think he's here. <laughs> okay, if you'll look at Mark chapter 16, we're going to begin at verse 15. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs shall follow them. And these signs shall follow them. And these signs shall follow them that believe. What does it say? It said, In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will no means hurt them. And they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So what this is telling me is that we have an assignment. God has sent us here on purpose and in purpose. And our purpose is to bring the kingdom and be his hands extended in the earth. 
So today, for the time I'm allotted, I want to speak to you about walking in your authority as a believer. Now, how many believers do we have in the house? Now, that's a lot of power and authority. And you know what? When you became born again, and you became a new creation in Christ Jesus, Jesus puts you in a position of power and authority. He sets you in a position of power and authority. And in that position, he delegated power and authority to you through Jesus Christ. Now, what does delegated mean? Let me give you the definition. It means entrust to another person, send or authorize someone to do something as a representative. So what that's saying is that because of Jesus Christ and the death on the cross, when we became born again, we became his representative on the earth. So now we have the authority to walk in that power and authority that Jesus had. So what does that mean? That means that we can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That we can cast out devils in the name of Jesus and they have to flee. See, I'm convinced that as a body of believers, we live far below what we should. Because God put too much in us to stay where we're at. Because He wants us to make a difference in this world. He didn't put us here just to take up space. He put us here to take over. We talk about how bad everything is. We talk about the condition our world is in, but you and I are called to make a difference in it. It don't have to stay the same. So we are created and we are saved and we are here on purpose to walk in power and authority in Jesus' name. Now, when we made Jesus the Lord of our life, in Colossians 1.13, and I've got a lot of scriptures so you can write them down. I'll give you the gist of them. It said that we were delivered from the power of darkness. So that word there, uh, power, is literally translated authority. So what it's saying is that we've been delivered from the authority of the enemy and we have been placed in the kingdom of light with authority. God saved us out of darkness and brought us into light. He saved us out of Satan's kingdom and put us in the kingdom of his dear son, Jesus. We are saved from to save to do. We are to be his body on the earth. We are to be his hands extended. Would you look to your neighbor and say, you're his hands extended? Now tell the neighbor on the other side of you, you're also his hands extended. So what has happened is that that power that was given to you as part of your inheritance, you know what inheritance is, right? It's something that is left to you because someone has died. Well, can I tell you that Jesus is the one who handed down your your inheritance when he went to the cross and he sacrificed and he died for you and I. So he left us a great inheritance. And because we have entered into that position of authority, we're in him. We can't do anything of ourselves. But we can do all things through Christ. It's all because of the blood of Jesus Christ. And so we have been delegated authority. Delegated means Jesus has given it to you 
to be his representative. So, you know, back in 1981, I think, when I made Jesus the Lord of my life, he said, okay, now he said, let's get to work. When you became born again, he never called us to sit on the sidelines and to watch everything happen. He called us to be a participant. And so that's what he's looking for. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Because through Jesus, he secured our power and our authority. He succeeded in doing that on Calvary's cross. You know why he came to earth? Let me tell you. He came to earth to recapture the authority that Satan had stole through Adam in the garden. That's why Jesus came. Because when Adam sinned in the garden, he put that big gulf between God and man. We can no longer have free access. The Bible said that God would come down and he would talk with him in the garden. He would walk with him. But because of sin, it brought separation. But Jesus came so that he could bridge that gap. And now that you and I can have free access, we have access granted to the presence of God because of what Jesus did. And you know, I was thinking as she was talking about Esther today and how she, um, he's, the, the king, extended scepter and said, access granted. Jesus does the same thing to you and I. And I was, we was in service a couple weeks ago and Apostle was ministering and God began to show me, uh, for those who don't know, I'm a realtor also. And so in showing properties, there's times that we go into gated communities. Yeah. And at the gates, you have two kinds of gates. You have one, you have to have a code to get in yeah. or you have what they call a man gate, yeah. a key. So you have to go through that and you either have to have the access code or you have to have the guard at the gate give you permission. Well, you know what? The blood of Jesus does the same thing. Honey, when we pull up, we have an access code, and it's called J-E-S-U-S. And it gives us right to enter in. It gives us right to go in and take our position in Christ. And honey, when we come up to that gate, and Jesus is there, and he said, oh, this one's mine because I, I see the blood. He don't see me. He sees his blood. He sees the blood that has been applied. And he says, my daughter, access is granted. You can come in. And then when the enemy tries to come, he don't have the code. He don't have the access. So he tells him, uh-uh, access denied. So when the enemy comes to try to come against you, you need to look at him and say, uh-uh, the blood of Jesus has gave you access denied. Tell the enemy, your access is denied. So we have access to the blood of the Lamb. And so Jesus came and he recaptured the authority that was stolen. He took it back. We need to take back our authority. We've laid it down and it's time that we take it back. And we tell the enemy no more. Not because of who I am, but because of who he is that we can take our authority back. We can take our children back. We can take our health back. We can take our schools back. We can take all these things back because of the authority that's in us. So now, when Jesus did that, he gave us all an assignment. And I just read it to you. Go you into all the world and preach the gospel. Now, we all may not be pulpit ministers, but we all preach to somebody. Whether it's in Walmart whether it's in Target, wherever you go, 
you can have a, you're a, somebody's watching you. You are a minister of the gospel. And you know, sometimes the life that people see is the only Bible that they read. So what are we saying with our preaching? We're saying something. And so he told us to go and preach the gospel to every creature. And he said, him that believes is saved. But then he went on to say, these signs shall follow them that believe. So what signs are following us? What signs is following us? He said, these signs shall follow them that believe. What did he go on to say? That we can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That we can cast out devils. These should be the signs that follow us. So these, we have authority to preach the gospel. Every creature. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Now I want you to notice something here. The signs will follow the believers who act in faith and speak the name of Jesus. It said, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall lay hands on the sick. Every believer is the one of the they's that should walk in power and authority. See, then it went on to say that Jesus went forth, or they went forth and preached everywhere the Lord was working through them. Now, let me tell you something. God will confirm his word, but first we have to put it out there. God doesn't preach. That's where you and I come in. He has given us authority to act as his representative. He will we'll do the preaching. God doesn't come down and lay hands on the sick. That's where you and I come in. But God will bring the healing when we lay hands on the sick. We are his agents on the earth. How many knows that God is all-powerful, that he's almighty, that he's a great deliverer, a healer, he's everything we need him to be? Okay, then that authority is in you. Do we realize what a powerhouse we should be? We should be that powerhouse because that Jesus lives on the inside of us. And Jesus went on to say that after, he said, greater works you'll do. Because he couldn't because of their unbelief. So we should do even greater things because God lives in us. So know that all power has been given unto you. You are his hands extended, his agents on the earth. We have authority to stand against Satan. See, one of the greatest, most vital areas of a believer's authority is the power to successfully stand against the enemy. Ephesians 4.27 says, don't give place to the devil. He said, if we'll submit ourselves to God, then the enemy has to flee. He can't stand. He can't stay. And we talk about how the enemy's come and rob. Honey, tell him to put it back. What he has stolen, it's time for the enemy to put it back. We can take it back. We can take back our schools. Take back this nation, the nations of the world. Take it back because of the God that lives in you. Take it back. I remember reading a story about uh, Lester Summerall. 
And Lester Summerall had went to, I forgot what country it was, but he was in a foreign country. And he said one night after he got through ministering, he said he went to bed and he went to sleep. And he said this demon woke him up shaking his bed. Shaking the bed. And he was moving that bed all around the room. And he got up and he rebuked him and he sent him on his way. But as that demon was leaving, he said, oh, no, no, no. He said, you come back here. He said, you put my bed back just like you found it. We need to tell the enemy, oh, no, 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 no. You're leaving, but you're going to put back everything that you stole. You're going to put it back. You're going to put it back. You're going to put our families back. You're going to put our health back. You're going to put it back. And when he puts it back, he's got to put it back better. Seven times greater. Because the Bible says when the thief is found, he's got to restore it seven times. So you know what? How hard has the enemy been fighting? What all has the enemy stolen? I'm excited because the things he's taken, God is bringing it back in Jesus' name. And it's coming back greater. Some of you need to walk in your door and say, "Mm -mm, no more. Put it back, Satan. Put it back. You're not doing this anymore because he's been, he's been busted. Uh-huh. And it's time for him to put it back. Right. Remember, you have access granted. Access, access granted. Yeah. You have the power and the authority to take the word of God, the name of Jesus, and the power of the Holy Spirit and run Satan off. You are the one in authority. Take your responsibility and speak directly to the enemy. Why do we try to tiptoe around things? If we give him one little inch, he'll come in and he'll take more than we ever thought. That's why we can't give him any place. Because if we give him any place in our life, he'll come in and he'll ramrod everything else in our life. We have to be willing to say, Satan, and you know, I have those that say, well, you know what? I'm not going to bother you, and you don't bother me. How's that working for you? Not good, is it? (laughs) We have to take that authority and tell Satan no more. You may have done it in the past, but now my eyes is open and I know who you are and no more will you run rampant in my life. He has to go in Jesus' name. So we can take our place. Stand your ground firmly and don't quit. Stand your ground. Stand up and be bold. Jesus didn't die for us to be timid. He died so you and I can walk in authority and walk in that power and be bold. We'll be bold as lions. Amen. And so he, because of Jesus, we are seated with him in high authority. In high authority. Ephesians uh, chapter 1 verse 19 Uh, It said one part of that prayer that uh, Paul was praying is that we would know the exceeding greatness of his power to those who believe. And can I tell you the definition of exceeding? It means very great 
extreme, to be greater than or superior to, to, be, to go beyond a set limit. Now that is the power of Jesus. Yeah. He said exceeding great greatness of his power. That means he's above everything else. His power is superior to anything else we see. Now, in this world, we see leaders who think that they have all power and that they are the greatest thing and, you know, they, they rule with an iron fist. But can I tell you, the day will come that they will have to bow at the name of Jesus and confess that he is Lord. They're not greater than the God we serve. So we don't have to be intimidated by others because when we know who we belong to and the greatness of the God that lives in us, then we can stand and take our place. God wants us to know that we are seated with Him in high authority. The Bible goes on to tell us that that the work that God did in Jesus was supreme. He raised him from the dead, and what did he do? He set him above all authority. So if he's seated in heavenly places, then where is his feet? It's in the body. And so if, he, if Jesus is in the body, we are part of his body, we're seated with him in that high, exalted place of authority. And that's in Ephesians also. You can read that in 122. And it said, He hath quickened him who was dead in trespasses and sin. Even when we were dead in our sins, he hath quickened us and raised us up together to sit in heavenly places. So if he is seated in heavenly places, all things is under his feet. So that means if we're seated with him in heavenly places, then all things are under our feet. The enemy is under our feet, and that's where he needs to stay. That's the only place that the enemy belongs in a Christian's life, is under our feet. Would you just say with me, let's just remind him, say, Satan, Satan you are under my feet. And we need to remember that. So the next time he comes against you, Satan, you're under my feet. Get back under there. You're under my feet. Don't let him come out. Because just remember that God, through Jesus, said Jesus, he raised him from the dead. That same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. It dwells in us. Now that's power. And he seated him far above all principalities. That means he's high above anything that the enemy puts in our path. Jesus has been elevated to that place. So if everything is under his feet, that's where we need to remember. Everything is under our feet by Jesus Christ. So we are seated in high authority. Tell your neighbor, you have been seated with Christ in high authority. <laughs> so as a believer, you have accepted the sacrifice of Jesus. Therefore, you are part of his body and you are seated with him in high places. 
any man who is in Christ is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are new. As believers, we are a part of the body and seated with him. And because of what Jesus did, we have the power and the authority to exercise God's word over all situations. Um, in Mark chapter 4, and you can read this when you get home, verses 35 through 40, we all know the story, that Jesus was ministering and he, uh, after they sent the people away, they all got on, a, on, on this boat, on this ship. And then Jesus said, we're going to go to the other, other side. And so Jesus just went on and went in the back of the ship and laid down and went to sleep. So what he had told the disciples is that we're going to the other side. Mm -hmm. Now it was up to the disciples to take the boat to the other side. Mm -hmm. Jesus had given the command, he delegated the authority to them, and then he went to sleep. Well, we know the story that the storm came, and they went and woke up Jesus. And they said, don't you care that we're going to pass away, that we're going to perish? So Jesus had to get up, go up there and rebuke the wind, peace be still. And then he looked at the disciples and he said, what's the deal? Why did you become fearful? I had already given the word that we were going to the other side. There's enough power and that's against them. All you have to do is take your authority. But he had to rebuke the wind. You have the power and the authority to take the word of God, the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, and to do everything that he's called you to do. We don't have to become afraid when the enemy comes. We don't have to go and wake up the master and say, do you not care I'm down here struggling? He said, no, because of my blood, I have given you the power and the authority. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to walk in fear. You can walk in victory. So I want us to look for just a moment at a parallel here. You're the captain of your ship. You have control over your own life, your body. Jesus has delegated power or authority over Satan to you as the captain of your ship. You are born of the Spirit of God. You are filled with the Holy Spirit, and you have been given the Word of God. Now, those three things right there is enough to carry out every spiritual authority that you need here on the earth. The Word of God, the name of Jesus, and the power of the Holy Spirit. That's all we need. Let's say it together. The name of God, the power of Jesus, and the power of the Holy Spirit. That's all we need to carry out. That's all the power necessary. You have to exercise the authority. Jesus already has done everything necessary. Well, if I just had more power. You don't need no more power. You need to exercise the power that's already in you. You already have it. We can't ask him to give us something that we already have. We already have it. He's done everything necessary to secure our authority over sin, over sickness, over demons, over fear. But we have to employ that faith 
that we have and walk in our power and authority to see it done. You are the one that God said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We can minister and walk from a point of authority. God's word, God's power is in his word. You need to learn to minister and walk from a point of authority. In his earthly ministry, Jesus said things like this. Be thou made whole. Take up your bed and walk. Then Peter, he said the lame man was set by the gate. And Peter walked by and the man was begging alms. And he said, silver and gold have I none. But what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And what happened? He got up and walked. See, I believe that God wants us to see those kind of miracles. I believe that God wants us to see the sick healed. I believe he wants us to see the demon-possessed delivered. I believe he wants us to see even the dead raised. We see it in other countries, but not so much here in the United States. Do you know why? Because they, know, they take God at his word. They don't have churches on every corner the way we do. They don't have all the things that we know. All they have is their faith in God, and that's all they need. That's all you and I need is our faith in God. So if Jesus is our example, now does everybody agree with me that Jesus is our example? Okay, so if Jesus is our example, that means we can do it too. When we walk by somebody, maybe in Walmart, that needs salvation, we can lead them to Jesus right there in Walmart. If we see somebody that needs healing, we can lay hands on them, and the Bible said they shall recover. So we need to learn to be who Jesus is. Remember I told you the reason Jesus came was to recapture the authority that Satan had stolen. There's one point I really want you to get. It's time for us as a believer to begin to act that way. You have obtained an inheritance. Everybody born again, you've got an inheritance. And in that inheritance, you've been given authority. The God of the universe lives inside you. He lives and he walks in you. Now here's what I want you to get. We need to become God-inside-minded. God inside minded. I know, got to wrap your head around God inside minded. We have to think that the God of all creation lives inside of us. And when we can really come to that realization that He lives in us, then we will be the powerhouse that He's called us to be. We will begin to walk from that place of authority. Satan wants you to see yourself as struggling, timid, afraid. Because you're, the biggest threat to the enemy is if you really realize who you are in God. Because once you realize who you really are, you don't put up with the junk the enemy brings to you. He don't want you to know that you have power. He doesn't want you to know that you have authority. Because when you do, then everything changes. You go from living here 
to live in here. You begin, you begin to walk in health. You begin to walk in wholeness. You begin to walk in deliverance because then you realize that the enemy is under your feet. You know, the enemy comes, this, this big, powerful uh, enemy. When really, when we say Jesus, honey, he goes from being this big to this big. When we say Jesus, he has to go. He can't stay in the presence of Jesus. He has to flee. So when the enemy comes in and he's bringing all these things against you, all you have to do is take your authority and begin to use the name of Jesus. Because when you use the name of Jesus, the enemy can't stay. He has to flee. You want to make him run? Jesus. 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 That's all we need. You don't have to pray a, a 1,500-word prayer. You don't have to yell and scream. You know, for years I was raised in a, in a church that you had to yell and scream and, you know, uh, cast out demons by yelling and screaming. Honey, all you have to do is walk up and say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The enemy has to go. He has to go. When you realize who you are because of Jesus, then the enemy is afraid. Because when you get up and you say, this is the day the Lord has made. Today, God, nothing's going to happen that you can't handle. And I am your child, and I'm going to walk in my authority, and we're going to see great things done for your kingdom today. The enemy says, oh, no, she's up again. And we need to get up every day and give him an etcetera headache. We need to tell the enemy, oh, no, I'm not putting up with this anymore. Because, see, when we give place to the enemy, we take away from the blood of Jesus. We take away the authority that he's placed in our life. That's why we can't give the enemy any place in our life because when we do, we're giving Satan the power and not God. So we need to take our authority. And, you know, remember... And I'll remember this visual that she, that uh, Sister Lorraine done this morning as she extended the scepter and the king said, access granted. Remember this morning that Jesus is here and he's extending that scepter to you and he's saying, access granted. You can come into my presence. You can come in boldly. You can take your power. You can take your authority and you can use it because I have given you access through the blood of Jesus. Some of you don't realize the power that's in you. Yes. Because when you do, you will see life totally different. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to walk in fear. You don't have to walk in unbelief. You can walk in the power and the authority that God has given you. And so when we stand and we take at that power and that authority, then Satan will have to flee in Jesus' name. Now, you may be here today and you've not come to the realization of who you are in Christ. We want to pray for you. We just want to come in agreement with you that you will see the price that Jesus paid was for you. And you may be here and you don't have the Holy Ghost. 
You don't have the Holy Spirit living on the side of you. And we need, you need that extra power. You need that to stand in these last days. And so uh, we're going to pray with you. And we just want to activate. You know what? You won't get any more power. God's already given you all the power you ever need. All you have to do is activate it and to start walking it out. And so I'm going to ask uh, Lorraine and... Okay. Okay. And uh, Laura and my husband, if y'all will come and then whoever else you feel. Okay, I just want to release this for too, Lord, and to me it's in Isaiah 61, and the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. The poor are those who do not know the Lord Jesus. Amen. Okay, you can be led by the Holy Spirit to minister to people. It's not a scary thing. No. It's a blessing to you, too. And he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. See, it's not just for us. We don't have the anointing just for us in that part. It's to be the hand of Jesus. Amen. To proclaim liberty to the captives and to open the doors, the prison doors, to those who are bound and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord because this is the day of the Lord. The Lord has made, and we rejoice in the day of salvation and the day of vengeance of our God. You know, he's angry that the devil wants to destroy yes. you and put this junk on you or keep you out. He wants you to come to him. The day, okay, to comfort all who mourn, to counsel those who mourn in Zion, and that's everywhere we are, and to uh, give the beauty for ashes Ashes. and oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, and we are then maybe called the trees of righteousness, planted by the Lord, and that He may, that He may be glorified. Amen. 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 So that's what we're going to do. We call you forth, and every one of you should okay. come and be uh, have your hands laid on you to be empowered more by the Holy Spirit to get this impartation that she and by the Spirit of God wants to impart on you. Amen. So have the liberty of coming before. Remember, Laura, you'll come. Lord. We're coming to the Lord. Now, Ms. Uh, Jeanette, if you come up also and help us to pray. I appreciate that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You okay. Um, Joyce, are you in the back there? Okay, I'll give it to you. Okay. Some music in the background. Okay. Glory, glory, glory. So we're going to move this pulpit. Yeah, we'll just stand for you. We'll pull it out. And we're going to move this as well. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have uh, Laura, my husband, uh, Sister Lorraine, and myself. Uh, if you'll just slide up through here, and we're just going to start praying for you as they feel led. And just come and be activated. Okay. So, Ms. Betty, if you come up here, we're going to pray. So, if y'all will just line up, we'll be glad to lay hands on you in that partition. Joyce, would you put on some music and make music as we pray and release this anointing? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, just start praying for whoever you want to just go to and just pray for. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you right now. Lord, I thank you for the power that's in my sister, God, and that it's coming forth with such boldness, Lord. Lord, we anoint these hands, Father God. As she lays hands on the sick, God, she shall see them recover in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God, we her as she speaks forth God the things that you've given her Lord God she will see victory Lord in every area of her life as well as others that she speaks into Father we thank you for it God in Jesus name thank you for the authority God the authority that's in her thank you Lord God 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. God, I thank you, Lord, that she's a threat to the enemy. Mm, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're wonderful. You're wonderful. It's him, I tell you. I want more of him. Yes, yes. And I want to be used by him. I want him to speak to me. And you know what? Because that's your desire, he says, access granted. It's yours. It's yours. I know. Jesus never just God give you dreams. You're going to begin to dream. He's going to begin to speak to you through dreams. Keep a pen and paper by your bed and begin to write down the things he shows you. Because he'll give you the opportunity to speak those things for you. I've been getting some weird dreams. <laughs> and you know I don't want any more weird dreams. <laughs> Ask him to show you the ones that's from him and the ones that's not from him. And when you dream and he shows you that it's from him, he'll give you the interpretation of that dream. Okay. Because I feel like God's really wanting to start showing you some things because you have to release them. You have to release them. And he said, hungry hearts, he'll make sure that you get the desires of your heart. I have a hungry heart, but you know, I, I have a problem with, and have a problem with accepting, um, help me to accept more. Yes, yes, God. Lord, give her everything that her heart desires, Father God. Everything, Lord. Everything, God. Lord, and if she desires more, give her more, God. And the more she desires, give her more and more and more. God, speak through her, God. Show her the things that you want her to see, Father, and that she'll see them so clear. God, I thank you. Yes, God. God, I thank you that she's a threat to the enemy and that the enemy has to flee. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God, I thank you for this woman of God. I thank you, Father, for this powerful woman. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this glorious one that has come to show us more of the way in the <clears throat> Just give her more power. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Every day, every day, every day. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for coming. Oh, I enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Double, Lord, double, double, Lord, double. Double, Lord, double. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hi, how are you? Okay, good. 
could be better. <laughs> Is there any special area that you want prayer for? Well, healing up in here, and then the floor is beginning to give way there. Mm -hmm. the little signs that say you need some tightening up. So, mm -hmm. so you asked? And yeah, okay. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask, Lord, that you will touch my sister, God, that you'll bring healing to these eyes, Father, God, in the name of Jesus, and with every area that she needs healing, Father, we just thank you for it, God. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you're bringing healing, that you're touching her in every area right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, as she takes her authority and she stands in your healing, Father God, you're going to manifest that healing, Father God, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. Mm. I would like to receive. Oh! Mm. Oh, Charlotte. Oh! <laughs> oh! Mm. Ah, 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 God said that you have been so willing to serve. He said, ask daughter in the chores. Thank you, God. Yes, God, in every area, Father God. I thank you, Lord, for my sister today, God. I thank you for her willing heart. And Lord, I thank you, God, that you are elevating her to a place in you, God, that she's never been before. God, I thank you, Lord, that she's walking in divine health. God, that she's, her children are blessed. God, her family's blessed. Lord, everything that her hands touch, Father God, is blessed in Jesus' name. God, I thank you, Lord, that you're going to use her, Lord. And when she opens her mouth, she will only speak the words that are of life and power and of authority, yes. God. I yes. thank you, Lord, that you have elevated her today, God, to a new place in you, God. A new place in you, God. I thank you for the power that lives on the inside of her. And Lord, as she begins to see herself, God, show her her the way you see her. Yes. Yes. Because God, you see her, Lord, as powerful. God, you see her, Lord, as a daughter of the Most High God. Mm -hmm. And I thank you, Lord, that that's going to begin to flow out of her, Lord, yes. as never before. Yes, Father. Yes, Jesus. Lord, and as she asks, God, you will grant it. I hear you say, Charlotte, access granted. Mm -hmm. Access granted. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' thank name. Jesus. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Oh! I also, uh, my feet, and my biggest concern, I've been feeling random pain in my feet, and my biggest concern is I want to dance for him. Then dance. As you dance, that pain will leave. Amen. Because you put the enemy under your feet. Amen. Yeah, so you dance. All right. You dance for him, and you watch with the healing that God brings in your feet. Amen. That's what I thought. You yeah. confirmed it. Okay, Lord. it's done. It's done in Jesus' Amen. name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. You. Oh, Sandra, you're going to have an awesome time. <laughs> I was so nervous. I don't oh, know why. You would never been able to tell. Thank God. God is good. <laughs> the anointing. Thank God for the anointing. You're going to have an awesome trip. It's well ordained. Yeah. Yeah. You can take God over there. Amen. Come on now. They yeah. need him. Yeah, they do. And I believe that wherever you go, you're going to leave a residue there. 
because of the anointing that you carry, you're going to leave a residue of the, the glory there, and something's going to break out from it. Something's going to break out from it. The Lord has given me a map of Italy years ago uh -huh. that I had framed, and I used to, before the flood, redecoration. <laughs> it's still pictured, but, but it was like he's given me Italy as a nation to pray over, wow. and I'm like, I'm going to get to set my foot. Every yeah. place I set my foot, you're going to leave the residue. You're going to leave part of his glory there. Amen. And I believe something's going to break out from that. Amen. Praise God. It's, this is a set time. Amen. It's the ordained it's time. time. It yeah. is time. Amen. <laughs> That's very good. Thank you. God is good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything special? Well, Just yeah, I mean, um, I've been having meetings since 1980 at my home, mm -hmm. but then Harvey took everything. So now I'm about ready, and the first thing I want to do is a Spanish Bible study. Mm -hmm. So we're going to walk the neighborhood and a few ladies with me. And then I want to turn it over to them mm -hmm. and then start a bigger meeting where I used to have. Okay. Everybody mm -hmm. can speak English. You know? <laughs> okay. But then I'm a worship leader, so um, I haven't done it in like seven years. I need, and also I have trouble with drainage singing now. Mm -hmm. But I got a Navaj, you know what that is? Mm -hmm. So I'm starting to use it. Do you think they really work? Because I need something to have this drainage on. I'm with you. you do um, too? Yeah. Do you try to <clears throat> sing? No, I don't sing. <laughs> But you know what? As you move in this, you've heard God. You've heard God. I didn't you know my hearing aid, so okay. You know God, and you know what He's asked you to do. Oh, yeah. He's going to give you every person that you need and everything that you need to accomplish it. Yes. And we just believe that He's going to touch these sinuses. And Lord, that you're just going to bring total healing. So that, Lord, that she can minister the way, God, that you've ordained for her to minister. God, we just thank you for healing right now. God, I just thank you that good things is going to come from this Bible study, Lord. That you're going to send the people, Lord. She's going to see souls saved. She's going to see people delivered and set free by the power of God. They don't speak English. That's okay. God will send you who you need. I speak a little Spanish. You know what? I do too. Just a little. I have a Spanish teacher. Yes. And... He's going to send you every person you need. Thank you. I receive that. Yes. I receive it. He said your heart is so to please Him. Yes. And He's yes. going to grant you the very desires yes. of your heart. I feel like I'm going to explode if I don't do something. You've got to. It's in you. You know, and I've, it's I in relate you. to you so much because I, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I just want to do something funny for a funny, but it was beautiful. Oh, I'm losing my <laughs> Is that... Um, when I first got back in my house, oh, I never dreamed I would. It was a miracle. Mm -hmm. And then I was looking at all those people, and this he filled me up with love for all those neighbors. It was just like, oh. And one time I was, I go in the window and look at him and just love him. Yeah. And, and, and one time I was doing that, and he said, <laughs> he said, they're waiting for you, but they don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And that gave me an impetus. Mm -hmm. But you are real wonderful. I love you. Where do you live? We live in Spring. Do you minister around here much? Uh, we'll be uh, Saturday night. We're down at Mariposa on 528. It's an apartment complex there. Okay. 
We'll be there Saturday night at 6.30. So you and your husband, you speak together or one or the other? How do you do yes. it? Well, however God leads. Okay. Yeah. And on Sunday mornings, we teach at our house. Him and him teach together. That's way in yeah. spring. Yeah, that's in spring. But we're doing more ministry down on this side. So, yeah. So I want to get on your uh, website or something. Okay. Um, I'll give you, before you leave, I'll give you our paper that has our website on it. And it tells exactly where we're going to okay. be at. Give me a hug. You are a doll. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Yes, you are. I'm excited for you. Yeah, I really excited. am. If I don't get to doing something soon, I'm going to explode. Well, you got to. It's in you. It's in you. It's being poured out. You know, more yeah. now. Mm -hmm. But see, God never gives it to us to keep. He gives yeah. it to us to pour it out. And so it's in you, and it's going to come out. Well, he's been showing me a lot of stuff I didn't know was in me. Mm -hmm. Get rid of. Well, and I know that's what it is, and I'm really it's glad. It's such a time as this. Yeah. Such a time as this. Well, I'm excited Thank for you. you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I feel like I'm going to tell you all of that has been an announcement that you've stepped into a new
think I left it on okay. the theory. Thank you. I needed what you had to say today. Okay, I'm so I glad. I was doing something else, but God changed it to this. Oh so. my gosh. <laughs>